Hey y'all, this is Roxy. Um, you already know what I'm doing, where I am, and what's been happening, and why I haven't been posting any podcast or blog posts lately. Um, it's been increasingly busy as I expected, so um, no surprises there. So since I I got here, a lot of you have um, reached out to me. Many of you really young people who don't have family ties or any ties in Nigeria. And you've been asking me to talk a little bit, you know, sort of with the details around how to leave the country or how to go to school. So there are two ways that I'm aware of, and there may be others. Other people are experts in, in, in leaving Nigeria or going to the UK. I'm not an expert. Um... I used the school route, right? The school route meaning that I went to school. And I didn't, I'm not, I'm not one of those that japa for japa's sake. You know what I mean? I actually went to school because I really wanted to go to school. I've always wanted to go to school and advance my education. Um, so I'm not one of the japa people who's using it as an excuse to leave the country. Perfectly fine in Nigeria. Um, but for school, and I'm just going to, tell you broadly and this is not everything but just broadly what the process is like first of all you have to look for a school so you go online look for a list of schools depending on what you're trying to study also remember that you can only study something that has a like you can build on from what you already studied let me explain if you did law for instance as your foundational first degree you can't apply here to do applied sciences for instance that's not going to work, right? Because there's no foundation for you to build on if you're coming here to do a master's. Now, you kind of get a... If you want to do like a bachelor's degree from scratch, right? A four-year degree, blah, blah, blah. That's a different case, right? So, of course, you can apply for anything depending on if you meet the criteria. What then happens is for those of you who already have a bachelor's degree, for instance, you have to make sure that a bachelor's degree will be a good foundation for what you want to study here. So if you did law, for instance, you might do social sciences, you might do journalism, you might do a bit of law, uh, master's in law, for instance. So find a school. Um, what you can do, the internet has a lot of rankings. They rank their schools every year, right? From the best schools to the cheapest schools to the most expensive schools, depending on the criteria you're looking for. So first of all, rank the schools based on just the normal ranking. So look for your your study like law and then rank the universities in the UK for law. When you find universities, look for the the top 10 usually or just check on the side. You'll probably see the amount that each of them charges. There are some websites that actually rank them and tell you how much each one charges. You can then use that fee structure to decide which one you can afford. When I came to school... Um, over here, there was also a deposit. So that so that's step one. You found the school that you want. Open the school's website. It will tell you exactly for your degree you want to come and study what they require from you, right? Do you have A-levels? Do you have YEC? Do you have, you know what I mean? All the things you need. Do you have a foundational course, 2-1? Did you get a 2-1 or a 2-2? Things like that. Once you scale that and realize that you do have that, you then um, pay deposits. At the time, deposit used to be £3,000 for many of the schools. A few schools used to take less than £3,000, which is like 2000 but I've never seen less than 2000 for any of the universities. You pay that um, upfront, then you apply. So there's an application, a very it's very extensive application. Everything from your background, to your schooling, to your family, to your 
or everything it's on the website right there so it's straightforward they ask you the questions you find it in some instances you might have to attach things like your school certificates etc so have those handy already scan those to your phone you know what i mean so you can just or laptop so you can just attach them as you go once you fill the application form um it goes to them they send you what they call a conditional offer of of, of um admission right so it's conditional because we haven't finished all the processes we need for you to finally get the admission, right? You've only paid your deposit and we'll give you a conditional letter. That conditional letter will tell you all the other things that you need to do, right? So maybe send certificates for us to verify, uh, go and do your IELTS. There's an exam for English language proficiency, which means, you know, if English is not your first language and they don't consider Nigeria to be an English speak English as a first language country, so we have to do an English exam called IELTS. And there's another one. I can't remember what the name of that one is. So you do that, which is a separate, you pay for that as well. At the time, I think I paid 50000 or something for my IELTS exam. The result lasts for only two years. So if you don't use it to get admission in two years, you have to do it again every two years. So you do that. That's going to take you some time as well. Um, my advice is do that first. Have it handy so that when you're applying for school, you already have the results. Because you have to pass. You have to get, I think, eight, 8 over 10 or something. So do the IELTS first and then come and apply. Have that handy. Have your certificate handy. Come and apply. Once you apply um, and you're successful, then they will send you a, a letter. It's a confirmation letter that confirms that you've now been given admission to the school. It is that letter that you will then package together and use to apply for your visa. The visa process is also a long one. You have to fill the form. You have to pay the visa fees. You have to prove that, you know what I mean, things like that. Attach that letter as part of the visa application. Once you apply for the visa application, you will then also have to go and do tuberculosis tests. There's a tuberculosis test that you have to go and do and get a certificate for that one. You also pay separately for that as well. Don't forget that you also pay for the visa. The visa is not free. It's quite an amount, depending on... I think student visas are quite... can be expensive. Then you go for tuberculosis certificates. You pay for that one as well. That will take you a whole day because you go for... You go two times. You go earlier on to do the test and see the doctor and then go the second time to pick up certificates later in the evening or the next day or whatever. That that will take time. You need that certificate to go to school, right? To go to, go to the UK, US or Canada for more than six months, you need that certificate. So that's going to cost you money as well. Once you've done that, um, then they will, I think that's it. Then you go for the, don't forget that the visa, after applying online, uh, that's one step and paying online for it. Then they will give you a date. Then you go to the, to the emb like a embassy, let me just say embassy. Go to the embassy, local embassy website, right, to choose a date. You choose a date, hopefully you can get a quick date because you're a student. But if not, then it might take a while. You get a date and you appear there on that day for your biometrics. Just know that you're going to spend the whole day there. You're going to spend the whole day. There's a lot of Nigerians there as well trying to get out. So just book the whole day. Once you do your biometrics and you leave, then it's just a waiting game from that point. It will take maybe sometimes two weeks, sometimes four weeks. It can take a while depending. And But of course, they will then get back to you, send you a text to say your visa, your passport is ready to collect. Yes, so of course, you know you need your passport. So for those of you who don't even have anything and you're starting from scratch, start with the passport. You have to go to your office or wherever, get a travel passport, international passport. That will cost you money first before you start all of these processes. Overall, you're going to spend anything from 5000 
to six thousand pounds well maybe that's an exaggeration other than the three thousand pounds you're paying for the deposit for school everything else i think you would spend almost two thousand at least just all the smaller monies you're paying here and there including the visa fee also don't forget that before you leave and i'm not sure whether it's part of the visa process or whether it's different but you also pay for national health insurance so there's a health insurance in the uk you have to pay for and there's another there's another small fee i can't remember what that one was but anyway every all of that can enter another thousand or something pounds if you're not careful so yes i'm correct another three thousand four another three thousand pounds should get you across so that's three thousand deposit and that's three thousand for this whole process so that's six thousand pounds if you convert that to naira today at a thousand pounds per naira that's about six million naira so that's that um I was trying to go real quick because I don't want this to be too long. So for many of you who've been asking me, please listen to this podcast. Um, and if you have any further questions, just ask me on Twitter and I'll try to respond as much as I can uh, to give the information. I've always told you it's not an achievement. If you can stay in Nigeria, you can make it there as well. But if you absolutely think that this is the way forward for you, I'm very happy to give you all the information that I have. And if I don't know it, I'll refer you to where you can get them from. All right, y'all. Sorry this took so long. I hope it makes sense and adds value. Cheers.